fan. We go out to the fan hotline right now to welcome in Steelers insider from the athletic Mike DeFabo. He spent uh, a little bit of time in studio today with one Joe Starkey. Mike, how was that visit with with the uh, savvy old newshound? Well, it was pretty good other than the fact that Joe brought up um, a bit of a disagreement that we had, I shall say. I'll, I'll phrase it that way where we got into a bit of a dispute about whether Pitt should be ranked. That ultimately led me to send him a DM that was a little snarky and proposing a wager, but thankfully we kind of smoothed everything over, so we're cool now. Snarky with Starkey. Are you one of the the many of his uh, media feuds he was talking about early in today's show? Well, see, we had like a private feud that did, did not turn into a full-blown Pittsburgh media feud. And he was saying, he's like, I've, I've, I've never personally had one, but maybe to be like, now that I've been in Pittsburgh, working in my hometown for five years, maybe it's just a matter of time before I get into a very public spat with somebody, create some enemies. That's how you know you're really a member of the Pittsburgh media. Uh, Mike, uh, transitioning to the Steelers, have you heard the awkward interaction uh, between Patrick Peterson and Bryant McFadden uh, on their podcast when it came to the quarterback question? I did not. Fill me in, Donnie. Okay, well, I, I have the audio of it here, so I'll, I'll just play it for you so you can hear it firsthand. This is uh, Pat Pete and McFadden. I forget what they're – what is it, All Things Covered? Is that the podcast yeah. name? All yeah. right, so here it is. You have to understand, if you are coming into this situation, that Kenny Pickett is the guy. It's going to be a competition. We know that much. I, I, we know that much. I agree that it will be a competition. It's going to be a competition. If there's going to – I'm still in the league. I don't want to say nothing. I, don't, I shouldn't be. So, if there is a competition, let the best man win. What you about to say? No, I ain't. I ain't gonna say what I want to say, man. Oh, what you want to say? I'll let you say it. You know what I want to say. I don't know what you want to say. You just told me not to assume. That's why I ask questions. Yeah. No, I ain't gonna say what I want to say. I ain't gonna do it. What do you make of that, Mike? That very, very awkward encounter on there, and and they they don't do that live, so they could have they could have left that on the cutting room floor. So they they left it in there, and it just was a very, very odd back and forth from Peterson and and McFadden. Yeah, I I was kind of confused on that too because I don't know why Pat just didn't say what he wanted to say, but I mean the the way that he started it where he said. Kenny Pickett's the guy that leads me to believe he was going to say, like, if they have a competition, it's going to be a sham. And Kenny's the guy that they've already figured out. They want to give another year or two. They want to figure out what he looks like with Arthur Smith. That was my reading between the lines interpretation. But I mean, he didn't, he didn't come out and say what he wanted to say. So I'm kind of putting words in his mouth right now. Yeah. I mean, that was my exact thought with it. Like he, him opening up that way, like we had the same interpretation of it that, okay, well, it's going to be a competition, but uh, it seems like it's pretty set up in this building that Pickett will be the guy. Now, Peterson saying that, a little bit funny to me. Are we even sure he's going to be on the roster next season? Right. You know, we did a couple stories at The Athletic looking at cap, uh, cap casualties and things of that nature, and some of them were easy. Like guys like Mitch Trubisky, it was pretty obvious that they were going to cut him and move on. Um, Chuk Sikorafor, I thought maybe they would try to trade him and recoup something from him, even though he had a pretty big price tag. But of those decisions, I would say Patrick Peterson is the most difficult 
because he's, he's owed a significant amount of money. I think it's around $8 million, if I'm not mistaken. And, like, you know, he, he, he admitted last year when he came in, I'm 33 years old, I can't run every down with these young wide receivers. So he's lost a step. He's not necessarily the Patrick Peterson Pro Bowl form. He's not even a, you know, half of that maybe. You know, he's definitely fallen off considerably. At the same time, you have significant questions about that position going forward. Even if you draft a guy, as we saw with Joey Porter Jr., who was highly touted, it sometimes takes a little bit of time for that guy to get up to speed. So, you know, Peterson has versatility. He has veteran leadership, um, but he also has that hefty price tag. So I think of the decisions the Steelers have to make when it comes to salary cap-related moves, Peterson might be the most difficult. So you mentioned a couple of them that were easy. They've already done Harvin, Okorafor, Trubisky. Uh, you said how Peterson could be a, a tough decision to make. Who, who is next or, or who's at least in that next group that you think could uh, be on the chopping block? Well, you know, I, I think that um, Allen Robinson is another easy decision. When they, when they traded for him, the way that contract was structured, it was kind of like a one-year deal and they knew they were going to cut him. He was, um, I think, a valuable piece to their offense and found a role as a blocker. But I think he makes like – it's going to be like $11 million or something like that. That just makes no sense. And then Cameron Hayward, you know, he's due a huge amount of money next year. Um, considering his age and the injury history, you know, I could see that very much being a situation where they extend him. And in extending him, it reduces the cap hit. I think that would be a logical step for that. Uh, for somebody like him so you know those are two guys off the top of my head that they still have to do some work with do you think we have a better chance of seeing Mason Rudolph return or that Justin Fields trade getting pulled off hmm you know I think that uh I think that they're about even um because I, I think I, I think at this point you know there's two paths they could go down the first path would be if you believe Patrick Peterson, what he's saying there, um, you, you bring Kenny Pickett back. He's quarterback one. You bring in Ryan Tannehill as the backup. He has familiarity with Arthur Smith. You know, in, in 2020, uh, the Tennessee Titans had the fifth-ranked offense with Tannehill basically being a game manager. And then you draft a young guy as that third one, whether that's maybe you fall in love with Bo Nix maybe Michael Penix drops to the second or third round. Uh, maybe Spencer Rattler is still around, or maybe you take a super late round flyer on somebody like Sam Hartman just to fill out the room. You know, that's one approach. I think that's probably the way that they're going to go. If I had to guess, I think that that's what they'll do. But the more I think about it, I was, I was very anti Justin Fields trade. And my reasoning for that was the Chicago bears gave up four picks to get him. They gave up two first-round picks and two mid-round picks to move up to number 11 and select him. Three years later, they're not sold on him. So why would that guy that this other team is giving up on suddenly go to a different place and become an upper echelon quarterback? You know, I, I think that we here in Pittsburgh are seeing some of the highlights, but if you watch him play and play out, I think that some of his warts would be exposed. So I, I wasn't the biggest fan of that, but when you look at the possibilities – you know, I'm not, I'm not a fan of trading for Russell Wilson. I don't love the idea of getting Kirk Cousins. Um, I don't know that the draft is going to break in a great way for them. 
in next year's class of quarterbacks is supposed to be weaker than this year's one. So, you know, of those options, if you don't think Kenny's the guy, Justin Fields might be the most palatable option in terms of, you know, betting on upside and betting on arm talent, athleticism, and a guy that's not quite the finished product. Uh, if Ryan Tannehill comes in here, which I would say is one of the, the more favorable things uh, that will likely happen, is he the starter or is he just a veteran backup? I would think that he's the backup and somebody to push Kenny and somebody to help him understand Arthur Smith's offense and the nuances of it. And then also, if things don't go well, that's when you put him in. But like, I, I feel like if you don't go and get a Justin Fields or you don't sign Mason Rudolph to have a competition, um, you really are giving Kenny every opportunity in his third season to prove that he can be the guy and to prove that Matt Canada was the problem and that he was just so bad that it made Kenny look bad as a result. Um, and, and so I, I think that that's, you know, I think that's the way you look at it is, is other than one of those top guys like Justin Fields or one of those top guys like Kirk Cousins, um, Kenny will, would be the number one quarterback. Mike DeFabo, Steelers insider from The Athletic, our guest here on 93.7 The Fan. Mike, if you had to put odds on it or a percent chance that Kenny Pickett is the week one starter, what would you go with? Mm, I think it would be like 80%, um, maybe better than that. Because like I said, I think that the only, only way that he loses the job is if they swing the Justin Fields trade or if they go for Russell Wilson um, or if somehow – they end up with Kirk Cousins. Other than that, um, you know, even if they drafted a quarterback high, even if they brought in somebody like Mason Rudolph to compete, even if they brought in Tannehill's insurance, you know, all those would be like backup plans to Kenny being the guy and taking that next step. How well does he fit into the Arthur Smith offense? I, I think pretty well. I, I think that it's a very quarterback friendly offense in general where um, you know, over his time in Atlanta, they ran the ball seventh most frequently. Um, I'd expect it to be, I mean, it's a great thing for uh, Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. They should be celebrating. It's an offense that features the tight end position a lot. So Pat Fryermuth and uh, Darnell Washington should be excited about that. And then I think that it's a, an offense that's about taking calculated deep shots off of play action. So George Pickens, you know, it'll showcase his, his skill set. So, like the way I look at this situation is a couple years ago, the Tennessee Titans had a big power back that they wanted to feature and a quarterback with limitations. Right now it's a very similar situation. You just, instead of Derrick Henry, you've got Najee Harris. Instead of Ryan Tannehill, you've got Kenny Pickett, but you could see what the Steelers were thinking when they went out and got Arthur Smith was they identified where they were at and they wanted to try to replicate something that Arthur Smith had done previously. Uh, one of the other big decisions for the Steelers this offseason and somebody that will likely benefit the most from the Arthur Smith offense, uh, the Najee Harris fifth-year option is looming. What do you think they're going to go with there? I was kind of curious uh, about this. You know, at the midpoint in the season, I would have really seen an argument for uh, declining that option and just kind of letting things play out. But the way Najee came on the second half, I think – um, you know, 
I think that's one thing. The fact that um, they hired Arthur Smith, and it seems they're committed to running the football. And in Mike Tomlin's end-of-season press conference, I asked him about Najee, and he talked very glowingly. And, and the way I phrased the question, I teed him up saying, you have a 50-year option on Najee. How would you evaluate what he's done to this point? And he said that he's been more than solid. So, you know, I, I would think that the Steelers pick up that option, but I could be surprised. Uh, Mike, non-quarterback uh, free agent that the Steelers should target. You know, I like the idea of a veteran center. You know, we've talked a lot about going and getting a center in the draft. Um, I had a very interesting conversation at the Senior Bowl with a scout from an AFC team, and he was saying that he feels like center is one of those positions where you could find a guy anywhere. Now, I don't know if I necessarily agree with him because I always felt like like when they went out and they drafted Marquise Pouncey, he anchored that line for the next decade, you know, um, and I love the idea of that for the Steelers. But the way he was talking about it, like you get a cost-effective guy um, and then you still are able to address other weaknesses, you know, use a first-round pick on a tackle, use a first-round pick on a defensive lineman, um, you know, that kind of a thing. So, I mean, I think that that's a very, very intriguing position if you're looking for um, a free agent addition. Mike DeFabo, Steelers insider from The Athletic. Mike, any, uh, any good wings lately? Oh, man, let me think, because I am such a wing guy. It was my birthday recently, and uh, I went to D's Six Pack and Dogs, and they, they have the Swissdale Gold is a go-to, always. And then they came up with a new one called Red Lot, and it's like a sweet and tangy sauce. But one time by accident, someone got a ranch dust, and then, like, you're supposed to, and then they got on the side the Red Lot. And that was like a beautiful accident. And now that's like one of my go-to orders is, is if you go to D's, get the, the ranch like wing dust and then dip it in the red lot uh, sauce. It's, it's like unreal for sure. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to have to text you to get more info on that place because I'm going to have to try out some more uh, as we venture through 2024. Mike, thanks for taking the time, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Donnie.